I thought it was about time that I shared my struggles. And I want to share the things that are actually working. So since it's my birthday, I thought I'd do a special episode dedicated to talking about the things I'm struggling with right now, current day, and the things that I've overcome that are really clicking for me. And I want to pass along the things that are working so that you can apply them to your business too, if that's something that you want to do. All right, let's dive into this very special birthday episode. I am 36 years young and I want to pass along any wisdom that has come my way, but I also want to be humble enough to share the stuff that, man, I am just grinding my way through right now. Let's get to it. Hey, you're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz. This is the space where we equip overwhelmed entrepreneurs to become the confident, visionary leader their business, team, family, legacy need to win. After working with countless entrepreneurs over the last decade plus, I've noticed this theme. No matter the level of success they achieved, and I've worked with some incredibly successful business owners, they get to this point where they're asking, now what? You know, what am I being called to next? What does next look like? How do I get there? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact and you wanna feel less frantic and in the weeds of your day-to-day roles and instead lead with that vision and that peace and that intention and that clarity. You wanna wake up each morning with that clarity and vision and the time and the margin to do what you love in your business and in your life with your family. This show is where industry leaders come to grow into their next level of achievement and purpose and impact and legacy, success in business and true legacy at home. Get ready because we both know you don't just need another strategy. It is time for your breakthrough. It's been a long time since I've done some kind of life update, and I get asked a lot of questions a lot from our listeners about the things that are working, and they want to hear more about it, but I often get asked questions about like, wait, do you struggle with anything? What what are your roadblocks in business? And I have the opportunity to kind of spitball with my peers and my friends in the industry, and I also have mentors in my life that I share that stuff with, but it's not often that I come front-facing here and say, man, I am really having a hard time with these things. And I think it's really important to share that stuff because it's a total illusion when you see entrepreneurs that find success and you make that, you you kind of bridge that gap in your mind where you make the assumption that all is well. Just because something is going well, all is well for them. And because social media has become a highlight reel, YouTube has become a highlight reel, even podcasts can sometimes be a highlight reel, I want to pull back the curtain a little bit and just honestly share what's going on right now in our world that has been kind of difficult. So let's start with the negative so we can end on the positive. The first thing I'll say about these struggles is they're right now in this moment at the time of recording. It's my 36th birthday at the time of this episode launching. And I just felt inspired to start this year off with a lot of transparency. We are going into a season where we are pulling back the curtain on everything we're doing in our business. We are passing along everything that has worked for us, that has helped us overcome some of the greatest challenges I think I've ever faced in my life. And I'm just in this season where I feel really called to to give and pay forward what has changed my life and hopefully help people kind of fast track their way through some of the crap that we've had to navigate, figuring it out, you know, the hard way and beating our heads against the same walls sometimes. And in that same vein, I just feel like 
I want to pass along the stuff that I'm feeling roadblocked with right now. And the first thing that came to mind when I was really thinking about this is my health. Now, I'll do an entire health update episode. I've updated you guys along the way with my health journey, coming to the realization of it, what started with Hashimoto's, and then we we learned a lot more about that, and it wasn't, Hashimoto's wasn't at the root of all evil. It was more so a byproduct of other things that were going on, and adrenal insufficiency, and fatigue, and all these things that led to a myriad of symptoms that have been somewhat torturous over the last five years or so. And the latest point we've come to is realizing that it's kind of these two worlds colliding of mold toxicity that has been in my life and in my world since I was a kid and Lyme disease. And those two together can just be the perfect storm. And it has been in my life where I'll I'll have these moments where I'm starting to heal and I'm starting to feel better, and then I'll just come right back down. I just can never fully dig out from this hole. So for the last five years, I've been navigating my business, raising babies, homeschooling, our farm, everything on a almost totally empty gas tank physically. Now, I will say from my struggles, I often learn my greatest lessons. And I think what I've learned most about that is this really has been a gift for me. I'm not trying to sound cliche. Do not get it twisted. There are days that I curse my health. I'm like, how can this be? I eat so clean. I do all the right things. I try all these protocols. We invest so much money into our health as a family, but especially navigating my healing journey and all of that. So I have, you know, the pity parties along the way, but I'm I'm also very hyper aware of the fact that this has served me in my life. I am I have become one of the most resilient, hardworking, laser-focused people that I know because I've had to. Because when you're working with almost nothing in the tank sometimes, you know that that 30-minute window that you might scrape out of your day where you can actually focus your brain and just pull your cement laden body up out of bed to do something, it better be something that's going to move the needle. And I have, and I've figured that out. And from those struggles, it just makes me think, I'm kind of going with no notes today and just off the cuff, but it makes me think about the fact that, man, I see the through line now. I see that because I've struggled with those things, because I've had to learn to get so laser focused, I now know how to teach other people who are struggling with focus for whatever reason or struggling with clarity in their business or struggling to know what the next thing is going to be or casting a vision. I know how to help them get there because I've had to figure it out for my own survival. So from that pain, I've just experienced immense purpose. But it's frustrating because there are days where I'm in physical agony, especially when it rains. And we've had some rain lately where my joints just swell up and ache. You know, I can hardly make my fingers bend on some days. And I have such stabbing pain in my head. And I have all this neck and back pain. And I am brain fog doesn't do it justice. I actually have actual confusion where I can't think of things and I can't think of words and my memory issues. So when I do things like this, I always find that pocket or that window of the day where I'm where I'm okay because otherwise it'll take me three hours to record something that might be 30 minutes because I have to do so many cuts. So I've I've learned how to get efficient with it. I've learned how to get more focused. And I've learned how to accept the fact that, man, some things in life just suck. And I think in in that acceptance, in understanding that it's supposed to be hard, that it's going to be a challenge, that you are going to face struggles, you are going to have to make sacrifices, you are going to suffer, that's a part of life. I've stopped having the why me attitude. It's like, of course me. It's everybody. Everybody's going to have suffering. Everyone's going to walk through these challenges. The latest thing, we did some thermography 
thermography scans where we saw where the inflammation was stemming from. And I'm very much in a big Lyme mold flare up at the moment where they can actually see the patterns where the heat I don't know if you've ever seen thermography. It's really cool. I have patterns in my back where the inflammation shows up, my ears and my ankles, which is a common pattern for real intense Lyme issues. So anyway, we're getting a lot more data. We're attacking it from a really cool place. And actually, by the time you might be watching this, I might be fully healed because we're going down a very unconventional avenue of healing that I'll share more about later, but I'll kind of keep you in suspense. So my health, it's just, that's been the thing, mold, Lyme, and just the suffering in the in-between, but I've learned how to accept suffering alongside joy. It doesn't have to be a day that's just totally cashed and ruined if I wake up feeling horrible, because I know even though I'm feeling horrible, I can experience really good things. I can see the beauty in in other areas of my life. I can thank God for the fact that this suffering is actually molding me into whatever I'm being teed up for next. It's made me a better leader. It's made me a, a better mother. And I'm going to keep using it for good. So that's been one of my big struggles. Another big struggle is constantly, no matter what, just right now in this season, feeling like Man, I've got four little kids and they all want my attention at the same time and I'm never enough. I just hate that feeling that when all four of them are coming at me like a cacophony of just voices, yelling, wanting mom, that I can't tangibly be in four places at once serving four different people at the same time. So I have these moments where I feel like, man, Am I ever going to come out from under this? Am I ever going to feel like I'm delivering for them? Or are they going to look back on their life and feel like they were shortchanged because I run a business and, you know, we have this really integrated life and we have four kids right now and it's a lot. So I have those struggles that I've been just really working through of just feeling like, man, not only am I feeling that whatever, guilt and stress and just not enoughness, but I'm also watching these kids grow up. My newly four-year-old, I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh my gosh, saying to my husband, she's lost the chub. You know, like the, the toddler chub that they have for so long and the little pad of chub on the top of their feet and just their their legs and their cheeks still plump out like she's leaned down and her legs are long and I'm looking at her and I'm like she's lost that baby chub like time is just passing and I'm looking at my son our oldest and how he and and our 6-year-old daughter just are actual helpers like they are helping me with our youngest baby where my son will go scoop her up out of the crib and pat her on the butt and rock her in the chair until I can come grab her. And it's just this beautiful growth moment for our family. But it's also this realization of, oh my gosh, time is passing. It's just constantly passing. You blink. It sounds so cliche. It sounds so stupid, but it's true. So we've been trying to do more things to offset that that just painful thought of, wow, time is flying by, of capturing those moments and taking more adventures. In the summer, we take nine weeks of travel. So we create a lot of memories a lot of dirty laundry, a lot of chaos, a lot of packing, unpacking, repacking, but it's been really nice to acknowledge that struggle and then do what I can about it. You know, that's the the advice that a mentor of mine always gave me is you control the controllable. I can't control that time is passing. I can't control that I can't be four people at one time to four different people. 
But what I can control is finding little pockets of the day where I can just spend more time with each of my kids or dedicate individual time or where we can take more trips and go on more adventures and be more intentional with the life that we've built. Like sometimes I forget we built this life of freedom and we forget to use it. And the summer is always the reminder to go use it. And we have been. And then, listen, no matter where you are in your business, I need you to hear this. This happens at Every new stage, the new new level, new devil concept is very real. It is very true. We are breaking through in our company to do some things that I've never done before, like stuff that is so beyond what I could have even dreamed up for myself, opportunities and doors opening and financial opportunities and just things that I'm so grateful for. And the doubt is creeping. I can't even begin to tell you how much imposter syndrome and feeling like I'm not equipped or maybe I'm not ready or what am I crazy or can I do this that's been just seeping into my mind as we're breaking into something new. So that has been an active struggle in this season. We are gearing up for one of the most exciting quarters that we've ever faced as a company. I've been in business for 12 years as an entrepreneur and I time and time again, face these points where I start to feel that. Now, now I know that when I feel that thing, when I feel the doubt or the insecurity or the imposter syndrome or whatever it might be, I lean into it because to me, it's that indicator light on my dashboard of life and business that we're onto something, (laughs) that I'm being challenged. It's time to grow. I got to lean into this pain. It's go time get over yourself, don't be a weenie, and keep pushing. And that's what we've been doing. So as we're experiencing all these wins and I'm collecting all this evidence of all these great things, I'm still actively struggling with mindset. I teach mindset. I preach mindset. I help people break through on their mindset. Just because you can help people do things doesn't mean you're immune to those struggles yourself. In fact, oftentimes we are the best teachers of the things that we have at least at some point struggled with. All the things I teach in business were things that I couldn't figure out at one point, right? That I was really battling. All the things I teach around leadership, they're things I've gone through personally. That's where you speak to it the best. So that's just an active struggle right now. And I just want to be totally honest about it. And then another thing that I just frankly suck at, and if on the off chance any of my friends are watching this, I am really bad at staying in touch with friends. I have four little kids. I have two businesses that we run. We have our farm property. I'm married. I'm an introvert. I live far away from everybody. So it's not like I I like in-person deep dive connection. I hate talking on the phone. I don't like I don't like that kind of stuff. So I am really resistant to pick up the phone and call people because I'm usually cashed with all my health stuff going on at the end of a long day. Anyway, I'm just listing the excuses and the reasons that I haven't called you lately, and I feel badly about that, and it's a struggle that I have, and I really want to develop deeper relationships going into this next year, into, I say this next year, into this next decade plus, because it's important. Life is meant to be done in connection with other people, and you know, I feel like around birthdays, you get reflective, you start thinking about your life, you have one more year behind you, and I've, I've noticed that deficit in myself. My husband's so good at connecting and deepening relationship and carving out time in his days to make sure that he honors that. And I'm not so good at it. So that's something I want to work on. But I want 
want to talk about what's working. So let's flip to the happy side of the coin. Uh, although you might be happy to know that I'm struggling. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully not. Maybe just to know you're not alone in your own struggles. But what has been working for me, content. I have been, despite my health crap, despite the fact that I have a relatively newborn baby and four kids, I have been a machine in content creation. We have been so prolific in the content we're creating, and it is yielding a result. So that's something I want to note. Content for the sake of creating content, like nobody cares. If you want to be just productive in content creation, you know, go do your thing. But if you want to be prolific, meaning it's fruitful, it's yielding a result for you in your business and in your life, ultimately, we are finally extracting the processes that have taken us so many years to develop system strategies to be so efficient, to save so much time and actually create content for conversion, create content for impact and purpose. That's all going to live in your breakthrough year. So our you know, resource hub for entrepreneurs to just get access to all the things that have worked for us. This is one of the things that I'm going to be teaching because it is working for me. I'm having fun again doing it. I feel inspired doing it. I'm not looking at what anybody else is doing. I'm creating from within again, which feels really good. I am just developing myself as a leader with my own thoughts. And I'll tell you what has helped me do that. This is going to sound silly. Is the Threads app. The Threads app. I know Twitter has existed forever, and I never really wanted to touch it. I used it way back in the day. But something about Threads was so inviting because I have found a lot of things that are really working for me. And guess what? I don't always want to create this curated piece of content just to give this one little nugget of wisdom or an idea that could help people. I just want to be able to like spit it out like I would spit it out to a friend. And I finally have a place that I can do that. And they gave me enough characters that I can actually formulate a thought versus a half a sentence. So I've been using the Threads app. If you don't follow me there, get on it. It's at Eliz Hartke like it is for my Instagram too. But I've been just able to create from a place of inspiration, not obligation, and it's showing in the end result. We've had more stuff go viral. We've had more clients coming in. We've had just more fluidity in our business. It's been awesome. Another thing that has been working for me are my time-saving practices. You know I preach you know, productivity for productivity's sake, it ain't my bag. Productivity for profit's sake, I could do it all day. I'm saving well over 20 hours a week using systems and strategies, tools like AI and other things within our business. Again, all of that lives in your breakthrough year. So if you haven't gotten in the know about your breakthrough year, you need to go down to the uh, description in this video if you're watching or in the show notes if you're listening and click the link to get all the info because this is gonna just, we're basically giving away our secret sauce. And I want more people to save time, not just so that they can take that time and put it back into their business, so you can live your friggin' life, you can go enjoy your family, you can make all this money and create all this freedom that you actually leverage for good and you live a life that you wanna live. It's about the quality of your days because that is what your life amounts to, right? You look back, it's not the things you accomplish, it's, you know, did you enjoy your days on the way there? So we are saving so much time and we have systems and it feels really good. Another thing that is working for me, I have kicked butt and taken names this time around with baby number four. I'm just gonna go ahead and pat myself on the back for a second because the newborn stage is hard. And I have felt like I was born for it this time around. I've always enjoyed it, albeit totally sleep deprived and exhausted and whatever, I have 
just been thriving in it. I am so madly in love with this baby. I want 10 more. I just am so grateful. I am, I don't know if it's just getting older or if it was having a little bit more of a gap between my previous youngest and my current youngest. I don't know what it is, but I've loved it. I've enjoyed it. I've soaked it up. Even in the moments where I'm just, oh my gosh, my body feels like it's like 400 pounds of straight wet cement because I'm so tired in the middle of the night when she wants to get up. I still have joy around. I've figured out how to, it's just a perspective thing. That's that's all that's changed. I have a different perspective on having babies. I know it's such a, um, I don't know, sacred and special blessing that is something that I absolutely do not take for granted. And I just want to soak up everything I can that has to do with babies. So I've just been really enjoying that. Also, my faith. My faith has deepened so much. I think the, the more sick I got, the harder my struggles got, the bigger the challenges in our business were, the more I was forced to turn to my faith because I could not do it alone. I knew that this was not a burden that I could carry. I couldn't figure, I had hit my critical mass. I was like, okay, this is my version of, I have to surrender because I cannot, I cannot navigate this any longer on my own. So that's been a huge blessing and a gift. I feel like in the moments where I used to allow stress and overwhelm to just overtake me, both physically, like I could feel it in my chest, that tightness, and mentally where I'd stew on things for so long, I've just been freed of that that suffering because I, I am learning how to hand it over. And as a result, so much abundance has been brought into our lives, so many blessings. And I'm, and I'm paying close attention to where I'm being guided and I'm just leaning in and I'm just being obedient to that. And I'm seeing the fruit of those choices. Another thing to shift gears from faith to ads, <laughs> because that's a normal segue, Facebook ads, we're slaying Facebook ads. Let me tell you, like 10 years of running ads and bupkis, like waste of so many tens of thousands, well, hundreds of thousands of dollars over the years. And we are, it's working. And it's nothing like what you've seen before. And my husband has learned an entire intricate system. I've never seen it. Hire any ads manager. They're not going to know it. We are literally, I don't even care. Like, I don't care that this is something we should charge $30,000 for, and some people do. We are putting it in this friggin' your breakthrough year. You can, it exists in there. You can learn this process and have actual qualified leads coming into your business time and time again without the stress for a fraction of the money that you used to spend on ads if you've done it before. Anyway, I'm obsessed. I'm excited. That's something that's been working. And then finally, to close, I'm going into 36 just knowing what I'm meant to be doing. As a mom, as a wife, as an entrepreneur, as a leader, I feel like I am in my sweet spot both in what I teach and how I teach it and what I put out into the world and where I spend my time. I am not doing the things that are not for me to for me to do, including worry because my faith is strong, but also the the actual tangible things that I do in my business. So if any of this resonates, make sure you go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash breakthrough. 
You got to get in your breakthrough year. Like, this is your year. This is your time. It is my year. I am 36. I feel, well, I feel like a bag of asses some days because of my health stuff, but I feel great. I feel mentally great. I am so grateful. I am struggling just like anybody else, but there is so much good right alongside it. And I think that's the message that I want to leave you with is if you are suffering, if you are struggling with something, if you're butting your head up against a wall, if you're navigating something really hard, that's okay. You will get through this. And life is about both and. There is suffering and there is joy. There are losses and there are wins. There is growth and there is stagnation. There's, It's a complex life, right? So be grateful that you're living it. Be grateful that there's so much good. And this is, this is your year. Let's make it our year. Let's do this thing. Thanks for listening. I hope today's episode gave you what you needed. If it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next powerful episode. And I know it's so cliche to ask for a review. It always feels weird asking for one, but you guys, that makes a huge impact on the show. We read every one of them and it helps us get incredible guests to serve you. Don't be shy. I love connecting with our listeners. You can follow along on Instagram when I'm on there at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question or guest you have for us, reach out, share your thoughts. You can connect at marketing at luminaryleadershipco.com. And we do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve you. Thanks for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. Tune in next week to keep building your legacy and becoming the confident visionary leader you are meant to be.